Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go to our Twitter at Hanging With Apes, follow us, do all that good stuff, go to our website, hangingwithapes.com, sign up for our newsletter, do all that good stuff, and if you're listening to us on iTunes, rate us five stars, drop a comment, do all that good stuff, and yeah, continue uh, the fun. Thank you guys for listening, thank you guys for tuning in. For those that have been tuning in, the show continues to grow. Actually, I think right now we're on pace numbers-wise to have like our second best month ever. I don't know if you've seen the numbers, but yeah. they look they look pretty good. Thank you. So, uh, still, I don't think it'll be our best month because we had like one month that it was like unrealistically high numbers. I don't know like what it was when we talked about that month, but but this looks like it would be like our our second best month. So, thank you guys to for continuing to listen and sharing the episode. And all that good stuff. <laughs> all right. In today's episode, we're going to discuss family separations at the border. It's a policy that has gotten some criticism lately. It's a policy that has been in place for a while, but it's getting a lot of more criticism now. Of course, everything that, that uh, Trump does or talks about or is involved in gets more criticism. So we're going to delve into that. We're going to delve into... A little bit about suicide. Um, nothing too heavy, nothing too crazy. Not that we're willing, not willing to talk about anything too heavy or too crazy, but it's more of a philosophical approach. And then finally, the last topic that we're going to discuss is uh, Steve Bannon and some comments that he made recently. And they were criticized by Charlemagne the God. He gave him donkey of the day. Steve Bannon said that he believes Dr. Martin Luther King would be proud and approve of the tr- job that President Trump is doing, especially in terms of the black and Hispanic unemployment rate. So that's a lot to, to cover. That's a lot to go over. But it's going to be a fun and interesting episode. So let's kick it off. Where would you like to start? Shit. What's the, well, in passing, I guess, we didn't mention this on the uh, on the intro, but what do you think about the Nas album? Um, uh, unimpressed, like not, not, not uh, very impressed with it. It was, uh, I guess, the best way I could describe it, it's exactly what I expected, <laughs> like, and which is not good. Like, yeah, in the sense that, like, I I knew Nas's perspective on the topics that he was talking about. I knew what he would be talking about on the album. Yeah, mm, and nah, it just it didn't work for me. Beat wise, it it was underwhelming. Definitely out of the good music, Friday. Four albums thus far. Yeah. That's definitely by far the weakest. Yeah. Yeah. So I I expected Nas to have this type of album 
prior to knowing what what I was gonna listen to in the in the th- three albums that that came out every Friday before it, right? So when they came out, they were so amazing that I actually was intrigued by the Nas album. And then like half a minute in, maybe a minute into the to, to the first song of the album. Motherfuckers are talking about Egyptians and and like all oh, this shit, you know, Fox and and I was like, ah, oh, yeah. we've heard this before. Like the beat, the, the first song was good as far as the beat wise and all that stuff. That was, and you pretty much put the uh, were spot on when you said that was probably the best song on the album. Yeah, I think so. Otherwise, eh, you know, he's a good rapper. He has a nice rhyme scheme, but. You're how many years in, and this is the best you have? Like, I, I don't know. I, I just felt Ye was Kanye where he was, where he is now, you know, older, and it, it matched. Yeah. 444 for Jay-Z, same thing. He's older now, wiser. It matched where he is. I, I was hoping that Nas had that type of vibe for this album yeah i feel you no it wasn't that and and a lot of stuff that nas says it strikes me as immature like at what point are you gonna grow up dude like as old as he is yeah when he talked about the the starbucks uh thing i forgot what 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 track it was on the album that starbucks situation where the two guys got arrested Mm -hmm. he's like what he said something along the lines of at Starbucks, don't arrest me just because I didn't order an espresso, whatever, whatever. Come on, dude. Like, you're a grown-ass man that has been around. I don't know if, like, he has any business ventures, but, you know, he has money. He's He has music out there. You've seen the world. Like, how could you be so stupid and naive to, like, say shit like that? Like, yeah. What do you mean? Like, w- how could you of all people not understand that a business would not want people loitering inside of it? Yeah. You know? And and, and, and you make a, a very valid point. Well, well, now Starbucks will, would agree with him with their with their recent policy yeah. that they pushed. Goofy. But, but before that, they, I mean, obviously that wasn't the case. And and uh, actually, before we, we did this episode, I went to Dunkin' Donuts and there was like a... Uh, a guy standing like where the drive, well, like uh, once you go through the drive-through on the window, like right in front, and dude was off something, man. He was like saying shit. So dude starts walking up to my car, like cursing and all that shit. <laughs> dude, I took my sunglasses off. I was like, am I gonna have to beat this guy's ass? Like, what the fuck is he coming up to me cursing? And then I was like, what's up? And then he was like, oh hey, do you have any change? Like, he just, <laughs> like I guess he was all fucked up. And I was like, oh no, uh, no, I don't. Like, all right, thank you. And then he left. But it's like, you know, it's it's a bad look. You should have told them, like, get the fuck out of here. This ain't Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Go hang out in front of a Starbucks. Yeah, and, and, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, living in that, and, and to me, it's like, we're 30 years old. The guys, some of the guys like, like you know, Jay-Z and Nas and and a lot of the people that, that, are, that are for this shit, like, you're old enough to know, like, what matters. Jay-Z was talking about it in 444. Own shit. Run shit. Like, so it's not like, that's what I liked about 444. So it's, it's something that I felt, uh, you, you should you should be better. You mm-hmm. should be better. And and that's that's pretty much, I guess, how I feel about this album. You're going to have a couple, you know, bars here and there. That you're, oh, wow, this that, that was cool. Nothing crazy, nothing impressive. 
and uh, a little disappointed. Um, and I would put this more so on Nas than Kanye. Cause, oh, yeah. 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 It, yeah. You got to, as an artist, you got to live and die by your own name. Yeah. You know, because even at the end of the day, the, the producer that's making the beats, like you're approving the shit. Like yeah. it's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, this is working or whatever. Nah, we got to do this. It's still, this is your name on that album. That's not Kanye West's name. So, no, nah, yeah, I don't put the blame on him. Yeah. You know, because it clearly isn't all Kanye's choice or decisions because if you look at the four albums, they all sound totally different from one another. Yeah. So, you live and die as an artist by your own name. So, Nas, you wanted these old-ass sounding beats. <laughs> like, you know, that's what Kanye did for you. I mean, yeah, yeah. but... But you know, Pusha shit sounded up to date. Fucking the uh, Kanye shit sounded up to date, and then the Kids see Ghost. Not only did it sound up to date, it sounded fucking futuristic. Yeah, like you know? new. Yeah. yeah, you know. So I really enjoyed Kids see Ghost because of that. Yeah, because it's like rap needs that, like the challenge of of adding different sounds and. Yeah. So I felt that that album was more, and you know, that was uh. And I'm going to keep it short because we got to move on. But um, the Ye album, I see what you were saying about Ye compared to the life of Pablo. What you were missing in Ye was that creativeness that you get when you have a longer album. So I will blame the fact that it was seven songs. And in Kids See Ghost, you got that type of Kanye. Like the Kanye that dabbles in this and that. And like, Mm -hmm. he's going to fuck around with this shit. And, you know, fucking, let's sample Nirvana on this. Like, let's, and then let's add these sounds. Well, that's why I I said when we were in our little uh, group chat with our friends, I said that the way I would rank the four albums, well, at the time it was just three, but uh, I would rank the four Daytona, my favorite. Kids see Ghost, my second. Yay, my third. And then, obviously, well, Nas. No. But make no mistake, Yay and Nas are very far apart. Just because it's four. Oh, yeah. Just because that's three and four, don't think that they're close. No, like, they're light years apart. It's just that, you know, for the sake of talking about these four albums, that would be the order. Yeah. Now, what I will say is, you know, we were anticipating the Nas album. And, you know, we were a little bit unimpressed by it well very unimpressed by it i would say but that same day an album came out that didn't make as much headlines and didn't have like as much buzz around it and it was the mike shinoda album and mike shinoda for anybody that doesn't know is the lead mc for lincoln park so not the lead singer but he's the mc he's the guy that raps and the reason I brought this up was because it's going to tie into to the one of the topics that we're going to discuss today, which is suicide. So for those that don't know, was that last year or was it this year when, when Chester Bennington killed himself? Last year. Last year? Yeah, I want to say, yeah. Yeah, I, I want to say that too. I, I don't know if we could look it up real quick. But, but um, anyway, as of recent, Linkin Park... Uh, their their lead singer he killed himself. This was within the last year. Yeah, uh, actually last year, almost a, a year. It was July twentieth, twenty seventeen. Oh, okay. So he killed himself, and obviously that made a a, a, a huge hole in Lincoln Park because that's their lead singer. I mean, so many of the the hit 
favorite songs of Linkin Park, you're going to hear this man's voice on him. How do you move on? How do you go on? Like, what do you do? No. So he's talking about that in the first two tracks of the album. The first song is short and like it's called Place to Start. And it's pretty much him talking about emotionally. Like this took a lot for him to even be able to talk about it and make an album and, and write and make music. But then the second song, it's a little deeper. It's a little longer. It's a little bit better. And he's talking about it from a perspective of, yo, like, I really don't know what the fuck to do right now. Yeah. And and you could sense that there's a little bit of anger in 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 him. Like, like dude killed himself and, like, we're fucked up. Like, we don't know, like, how do, how do we go on? Because that voice is too distinct. So it's not like you could just, like, get somebody, another singer to come in and sing his part. It's too distinct of a voice. It's not like he's the drummer. It's not like he's the bass. Like this is this is such a unique situation, yeah. and so he's talking about how like they've tried to do shows and like when they've tried to do shows like there's moments that he almost lost it because it's like it's not sounding good and it's all fucked up. And so, as I was listening to the song, it, you know, obviously it made me think about Chester Bennington, and I was a fan of him, and you know, it was kind of sad when when he killed himself. But it also made me think about like suicide philosophically and and the things that that it, it does to the people that are left behind. And the the selfishness that that can mm-hmm. be associated with it. Yeah. Now, granted, you got to tread lightly with a, a situation like that because you got people that have suffered from PTSD. You have people that had suffered from like things that were wrong with them clinically mm-hmm. and 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 so maybe that's maybe that's a little bit different of a of a of a mindset maybe that's a little bit different of a, of a situation but then you have a lot of people that have just throughout the course of history killed themselves just because things were not working out or you know whatever they're not yeah. feeling well they're, they're they don't feel good or their girlfriend leaves them or whatever and it's selfish. I mean, I don't know any other way to 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 put it. Yeah, I I I I feel that, like you said, there's many situations that that people go through in life. PTSD, like you said, you know things that cause like great trauma. And I think um, sometimes. When, and 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 this I, I guess would be an advice, some advice to people who feel anxiety with certain things or depression or suicidal. You know, it's like it, it's part of the test. You know, it's part of life. Like sometimes you ask, "Why me?" Right? Like, "Why me? Why why am I going to this?" I mean, and that's an answer that you like. That's a deep ass answer if you think about it. Like, like especially like if shit is like tough and and bad and terrible, and then you see somebody that's just like everything is great. Mm-hmm. But that that's just, I I feel that that that's that's just life. That's life, and 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 you have to find a way. And something that you said about the song is 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 I think 
the answer to it, which is like, look at all the people you're leaving behind. That line that you said about Mike Shinoda, oh, well, that's just, oh, you know, I don't, people say, what am I going to do? Oh, I don't know. It's my life's work. Like, I, and, and you think about that, like, how do, how do his parents feel? Like, that, that was my kid. Like, you know, how does, he had kids too, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, your wife. And, and you have to realize that that is your responsibility. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That is a big responsibility. Sometimes your life is bigger than you. Yeah. Like, and, and that's a perfect example of that. Yeah. And it's it's like it's so much bigger than you that, that like you carry, you have to carry that weight. Like it's just not going to get because like really what happens after suicide is, first of all, it's it's tragic and it's terrible because, you know. No closure. No closure. Um, and, and, and really, like, the people that are affected the most is the people that, again, they didn't see that closure. They didn't, you know, and you, you hear about these situations like um, the, the uh, I'm, I'm not thinking about his name. Uh, the, the Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, Anthony Bourdain. He was supposed to go down to dinner that day with, like, other cooks and stuff. Like, they were, and he didn't, you know, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if we went to the podcast convention? Oh, all right, Rick, he, he's going to be... And then, like, I'm just... I hang myself. Like, yeah. that's not... That's crazy. Like, yeah. that shit would fuck me up. Like, like, like if it was the other way around. Like, no, what the course, fuck? Like, what? And then you start asking, like, what could I have done? What the fuck did I do? What... what what happened? What? Could, how? How could I have prevented how, how it? How come I didn't know? How come I didn't see? That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's so unfair for the people left behind. So unfair. Yeah. And and I feel that that's that's something that I I encourage people to to look at before making such a crazy drastic decision, you know. And, and in the case of Chester Bennington, it's like okay, you're gonna kill yourself, you know, you're you'll be gone, and your family is gonna be affected. That's horrible enough. But not only is your family affected, the the potentially the family of your bandmates is affected because you're kind of taking food off their plate because what if they decide man like we can't perform these songs anymore it's over with like yeah yeah that's crazy to me like that's so crazy you know it's like because things were lined up like it's like it's like okay like let's say like somebody's in a rap group or or a band or whatever, and, you know, God forbid somebody, one of them passes away untimely. Well, okay, it's it's the same thing. Like, it's like, but but the thing is, that's not, nobody is, nobody made that choice. Yeah. It's like, yeah, whatever, it, it happened. But, like, to know that, like, you're going through all of these hardships and struggles because somebody chose something and, like, they didn't, they didn't take the time in that consideration in that in that choice to consider you yeah yeah that has to be horrible and then it's like you know we got all this stuff lined up you know yeah. we got all these shows you know yeah yeah you know because these dudes they know like they got shows like the shows they're doing this year i'm sure they they at the time of his death that was already in the works you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and see that and that's another thing too it's like okay i'm feeling fucked up and, and stuff like that i could say hey I don't want to do anything with this anymore. I got shit I have to deal with. I have shit I have to deal with. That, to me, doesn't excuse... And again, I say this... I know it's 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 touchy because, again, 
Uh, I think he was, he had like traumatic experiences when he was young yeah. that fucked him up. Not taking that, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying this like, like I'm not trying to understand his perspective, but what I'm saying is, you know, again, to, 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 to build, to, to, to build a tour from the bottom up and to have that, like, you know, it takes resources. It takes this and that. And that's just something I personally cannot do to somebody, you know, like, I can't do that to you because we, we, you know, like, you're my family. So, like, you know, let's say we're going to say, oh, all right, let's do this hanging with apes on, on the road type thing. And it's like, you know, that that's, we're putting our, 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 our soul into this shit. Like, we're not, so, like you said, the, the consideration and, and, and all that stuff. And then at the same time, too, even more than that, like, because, okay, yeah, you know, we're going to be doing this. We're, we're trying to make it big, but... Again, the feeling that you're going to give that person as far as like, there has to be, because I'm, I'm just thinking about it myself. I'd be angry. I'd be sad. I'd be... It's, it really like, is a slew of emotions. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's fucking like... Yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. A- a- angry, sad, and hurt also because it's like, damn, like, dude, like, I mean... You, I mean, like you didn't, you didn't care enough. You didn't care enough to, you know. Yeah. Cause it's not like, oh, you, well, you, like, oh, this motherfucker is like terminally ill with cancer. It's oh, well, you need to get better because we gotta go on. Ter-. Well, no, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. But this is something that like you're contemplating and you choose. And yeah, it's 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 horrible. So yeah, but I I just felt like. That was that's like a worth talking about in terms in terms of 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 it from that degree, because that's been going. You've been seeing it a lot lately. Anthony yeah. Bourdain, like the Kate Spade lady, the the designer, man, yeah. and and then and then another thing is these are all people with money, you know? Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like not fucking. Yeah, yeah. The the hobo down the street, like outing himself. This these are people, millionaires. Yeah. Well, I know at least Bennington and Kate Spade are millionaires. I, I'd imagine Anthony Bourdain is, but I I'm not sure. And you know what? I'd like to see, because I haven't looked at statistically the numbers of like where people are, that that like where they are financially when they commit suicide, because that would be a very interesting. I think it would it would be very telling. You know, mm-hmm. to a certain to a certain degree, obviously, nothing really could be. But do you think that finances plays factors into it a lot? It could. I think it could, but I don't see it often. Like you hear, like we've heard of, like the, like when, like at certain times in history, during like a market crash. People lose everything and they fucking jump out of a window. Yeah, but that's rare. I I I typically see and observe that normally when somebody kills themselves, it has very little to do with money. Because if yeah. you notice, if you notice, like in in the in the black and Hispanic community, suicide is not a big thing. No, it's and not a big. That's thing. why it makes and, me and, think about and that. like you have a lot more poor black and Hispanic communities. And then in the white communities, you don't hear a, a, a lot of suicide in the, like the poorer white communities. Nope. You hear more of like the, 
the upper middle, upper class. Yep. You know. And that's what what makes me like statistically that that's what made me question. Okay, like, what is it like? And now, I think now before you finish yeah. disclaimer. We didn't look into any of this, so we're not. This is not. Don't take this as fact. This is just yeah. strictly observation. We don't want people going. Yeah, well, hanging with apes said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but 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 one thing like they uh, from the statistics, there are certain statistics that say because there's more white people that commit suicide than anyone else. That's why I wanted to see where it was because of what you said. What it, what it does seem like is like people that have money, and then I think. The reason why I want to look into that was because it does it have to do with the expectations? Like like and, and what I mean by that is like I feel sometimes people get caught up with the wrong things to fill their you know, like I guess to satisfy their soul, you know, like Lamborghinis and 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 all types of women and all that shit and and fucking like all types of crazy rich people shit like I mean is it nice yeah you know like that that's nice but is that what you think living a good life is is that what you think is gonna make you feel fulfilled and I think that in our society sometimes we put a lot of stock in oh man I gotta have these shoes mm-hmm. oh, I gotta have this laptop. You know, this Mac, I gotta have this and that, and, and that's 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 sad. Like, what about family? What about friends? What about having a good time genuinely? And sometimes I feel that, and, and this is coming from us, we were middle class. Like, it was everything to have a football game with the guys. You know what I'm saying? And have a conversation about about shit and go chill and rap over instrumentals and talk about life. That doesn't cost much. No. That that doesn't that's there's no financial. If anything, if if you've ever experienced real moments like that, wanting to have more money and more resources is really you look at it just really to enhance those moments. Yeah, it's like, well, this this was this was a great conversation around the corner on the football field. Maybe one day we'll have a great ass conversation on a beach in Thailand. Like that's, that's, but like, it's, it's really to like enhance those principles and not to like, well, I'm going to forget about these people now because yeah, this was cool when I was broke, but like now I gotta be here and do this. And, and that is one thing that, that what you just said that I feel that you and I have always wanted a better life for that. You know, yeah. and and I th- and I'll tell you right now, like probably my saddest, like like I'm 30 years old, so I I got a shitload more to live. But I guess some of the saddest parts of 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 just growing up is when when you kind of lose touch with people because yeah. they're not, you know, what I'm saying like they're not they got their own shit to worry about, and it's like somewhere along the way, you know, you don't have that same friendship, and and to me. That sucks. That sucks. And, 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 and I feel like sometimes, too, again, it goes back to the finances. Like, what is it? Is it, like, you see these successful people. Are they, like, running around everywhere? Did they lose touch with people? Like, what happened in, in that? And, and, and it's it could, it could go deep. Like, like yeah. I'd like to see 
statistically what what things factor into it. And then also, I would say, and again, I don't know with these particular situations that we're discussing now, but a lot of it, I would say, is uh, is like these pills and these drugs because it does make people lifeless and it makes people they enjoy life less because see the things yeah. the thing is it's not like it's not like they're happy pills in the sense of oh you're feeling down you're feeling shitty you're gonna take this pill the Xanax and it's gonna make you happy it's really gonna just numb the problem yeah that's there and like when that numb wears off that problem will still be there yeah and you might even it might even be worse because like you let that much more time go without dealing with it yeah versus versus understanding that there are highs and there are lows and to be able to 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 surf that is really what life is yeah yeah it really is what life is and i think i've said this on the podcast before i know i i always tell people this because like it's it's when when i talk about that this kind of stuff is one of my favorite references but there's an episode in south park where Butter's girlfriend, like she break, well, this girl he thinks is his girlfriend breaks up with him, yeah, and and like he's crying and like Stan uh, is like with hanging with the goth kids, yeah, and then uh, Stan is like, uh, oh, what's wrong, brother? Uh, what's wrong, uh, Butters? Uh, you you're you you feel like you're in a soulless dark pit, don't you? Like all that like goth shit, <laughs> and he's like, why don't you just join us? Yeah. Uh, and and like it, everything is better. Like you don't want to be like all these normies or whatever. Like pretty much, and you don't want to be like all these regular people that are like all happy and fake and all that. And Butters is like, nah, like I'm I'm good. He's like, this hurts now, but it'll pass. And then like when it passes, I'll be happy. And I love I love what 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 he says. He's like he's like, and in a way, it's kind of cool that you could feel this sad because. It makes you remember that, like, you could also feel this degree of happiness. Yeah. And sometimes you kind of need this for that. And it's like, it, like, he handles it like such a man. Like, yeah. it's like the 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 one that they're always like, like, yeah, yeah. like talking shit to. He handles it like, like, yeah, yeah, this hurts, yeah, but. Yeah, and he like even disses him. He's like, yeah, I don't want to be a faggy goth kid like you, like, <laughs> but like pretty much. Same. But it makes yeah. Stan realize, like, damn, like I'm over here, like. Not hanging with my friends and like fucking all sad and oh fuck life and all that. Yeah. And it's like, come on, dude. Like, man up. Like, yeah. it's gonna hurt a little while. And and again, I tread softly. Like, I'm not telling people, oh, they want to come. So, oh, man up. Now, yeah, I'm not saying that. Yeah. But what I am saying is that sometimes there's a level of understanding that needs to go along with, hey, this is a rough moment. There will be happy moments. Yeah. It's kind of all part of the journey. And and I think sometimes people get so caught up with the destination that they forget to enjoy the journey. You know what I'm saying? And it's like remember remember when we were the the year we were in Merida. It was me, you, Ernie, and Jimmy. And oh, it was when we went to Chichen Itza when the bus was taking us to Chichen Itza. Oh, dude, we laughed so fucking hard. Like half of the fun of the day was the bus ride to and from and like we're just on a bus like laughing and talking and I was eat, exhausted and of eating, how much I laughed and eating chips and just enjoying life eating snacks and all that it's like 
it's like, and then we also enjoyed the destination, but like yeah. we didn't forget, like man, because you know, because I remember the day before when we scheduled it, we were like, damn man, that's kind of a long bus ride. But yeah. when when it came time for the bus ride, that was just great. You know what I'm saying? We laughed so hard, we actually slept for like 30 minutes. Like we, we tired out <laughs> from laughing. laughing. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and, and that's another thing too. What what you said about the the pills and all that stuff. Then also like the mentally ill, that's a different, that's a different, we're, what we're talking about is, is like people that use shit to, to numb that stuff. And then, and then what you said about, about like the, the pain, it makes you appreciate like, like, and I guess that's why sports is such a big thing in people's lives. Like the defining moments, like Jordan holding that trophy, crying, cause like it took years yeah. To to be beat and beat and beat and beat and, and fucking blood, sweat, tears, and then you got like I I'm I won. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I won. Like or, or when you see fucking uh like I mean I'm not a f I want Mexico to win because the United States didn't make it to the World Cup, but but like Portugal, they got Ronaldo. He had that hat trick. It's like craziness or when Mexico beat Germany uh just what a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I think. There were such underdogs, like the fucking players were crying on the field because they knew what it took, and it's like that pain. Sometimes it's also good to to use it to to motivate, to mm-hmm. be better, to to look, you know, towards the future. Because if it's this bad now, I, I can only make it better. Mm-hmm. And and you know, again, some people are wired different; they see things different. But but these are things definitely to consider, and to talk to people. They got they got you know. Um, and I don't know from the top at the top of my head, but they have suicide prevention lines where like you could talk to people. If you need to do that, do it. You know that that's another thing I'd like to one day look into. Like how effective are those? Yeah. You know, is that even something that factors in? Like when somebody is considering killing themselves, do they ever even think about that? Like, do, yeah. do those hotlines help people? You know, that'd be that'd be something interesting to look into. Oh, yeah. But um. Moving on to the next topic, families being separated at the borders. Let's, let's blame Trump. Matter of fact, while we're on it, we might as well blame Trump for the suicides too because... It is his fault. <laughs> at least the white people. <laughs> they don't want the war. No, <laughs> no, but... I mean... And this is the thing. Everyone's in an outrage... And, and I guess what I'm seeking from all of this is the truth. And the truth is that the immigration laws for many years, decades really, there's many loopholes to this shit. I don't think... And there's been a huge lack of enforcement of it. That's one. But even if there was enforcement, there are many loopholes. And I don't think... I think we're at the point... And if you, I mean, sit down and study this shit. Look at what past administrations have done. I don't think there's a way to do this where people won't be be happy with you. No, there isn't. Because, you know, Obama tried doing the whole detaining thing, but with the family. And they were getting a lot of flack for it. And they actually considered doing what Trump is doing. But they're like, oh, no, it's, it's inhumane separating the families. 
okay, but but they still were detained. They had people. They even had. I think he had someone in the administration go to Mexico, go to Guatemala, and fucking like to tell people like, hey, this is what's gonna be happening. So don't do it. And and then when it happened, there was still some nowhere near the level of Trump outrage, but still outrage. And I feel like another another thing that I that uh they're saying about Trump is uh, that he's using this situation as leverage. But let's 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 sit down and, 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 and look at things for what they are. Politics can be a dirty game. When Mitt Romney well actually when Obama ran in his first term, he said immigration policy was gonna be something one of his to do things. He waited until he went against Mitt Romney in, uh, what was it, 2012 to use uh, really like the, 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 the Dreamers Act as a, as, a, as a pawn, so the Dreamers as a pawn, to sway the Latino vote his way. He won. I don't know how much of it was that, but he obviously did. Why would you do it in 20 or 2011, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then after that, we never heard a peep. Nothing was resolved. Nothing like it was pretty much left like I don't know what's going to happen with this. Trump comes in, and this is something that we have to consider. We have to consider this because people run on 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 certain, you know, policies. Mm-hmm. And and then I would ask people, did he run? Pretty much anti illegal immigration. Is that is that was that on his agenda? Yes, it was. Yeah, the wall was part of his agenda. So you can't really be extremely surprised by by the current state on what's going on. Now, do I have questions on some of the stuff? Okay, like when, when the parents and the kids are being separated, what's happening? So I would like to know what's happening with the with the parents and the kids once everything is cleared, are they being reunited and being sent off? Are these kids just being like dropped off at the border? You know what I'm saying? Like what what's going on? That that's a legitimate question that I feel a lot of people should have. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you you want to deal with things humanely. I don't think it's inhumane to separate the kids, but like have them safely somewhere and and the parents exactly. You know, like that's not inhumane. It, it, is it is it a uh, scary? Is it gonna be? You know, are they not happy with? It? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure, and I, I'm, I'm and I'm only saying that because if I, I I'm putting myself in their shoes. If I'm an immigrant, I'm coming in. I went through all this bullshit. I paid motherfuckers thousands of dollars to get through. Um, I go in. They say, well, you're not going. I already lost money. Now they're separating my kid. I don't know what's going on. Where is my kid going? Where am I going? Are these questions being answered? Like, And, and then I guess what I'm saying is this could be done humanely, and I would like to know if it is. And that's, and I feel that people would like to know that too, but let's not get it twisted, because the media and the left will cry wolf on anything they can against Trump. So, so, oh my God, like they could be out, outraged. Oh my God, they're freaking being separated momentarily, and now they're. You know what I'm saying like, what what is going on? Yeah. Also, at, at which point do we stop this? Like, at which point do we stop? You made a point before we, we started the, the, the show, which was, you know, it is like 
law, like to to to, to enforce like no illegal immigration. So like at what point do we say, well, let's stop this? You know what I'm saying? There was no there's no funding of the wall. Right. There's, you know, it's like all the the previous efforts that were made to to make this situation a little bit more clear and concise mm-hmm. got shot down. So I mean, what do you want an administration to do? It's like, okay, we proposed fund the wall, the dreamers can stay, and not just the dreamers, some more people. It probably would have ended up being amnesty. Like, you know, and then... Most likely, yes. And then you ended up, you know, paying back taxes or whatever the case and learn English, whatever, whatever. Okay. They didn't want that. Oh, the wall, the wall. We don't want it. We don't want it. All right. Well, I mean, now there, there's going to be other stuff. Like, if you think yeah. that you ran a campaign that was anti-illegal, uh, I'm all fucked up, illegal immigration. If you ran a campaign that was anti-illegal immigration and now it's looking like the wall is not going to happen because because of like all of the the opposition to the wall you don't think that there is going to be something else put in place that's going to create a deterrent from people illegally migrating especially when you're starting to see the benefits to the american worker to the american worker from this decreased illegal immigration you're starting to see that they are benefiting from it they're saying their wages are going up the the black unemployment rate is the lowest that it's ever been in history the 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 hispanic unemployment rate is the lowest it's been in like 20 years now there's even more incentive to create deterrence on the border what what are you not getting now that that's for the critics of it that's for the critics of it. Yeah. Now, for the, the people migrating, I know for a fact that like what's going on on the border and, and in terms of illegal immigration in this country, it's well known in Mexico. Yeah. Like it's out there, the word has gotten out. What the fuck you might deal with, what the fuck you might see, what the fuck you might have to to go through. At some point you have to that that's like part of the consideration that you have to think of illegally migrating it's like listen man it's, it's so to speak that the free ride is over like this is this is a different thing now so you got to think about that you got to think about that and take that in, into consideration and yeah i don't know but i don't not know not only that you made a point also before which was like at which point do the people start Really, like on, on, on like the political level, changing things in Mexico. Yeah, because- like every politician in 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 my personal opinion in Mexico should be ashamed that so many of its citizens want to come over here. Yeah. Like just like like obvious, but but see the problem is the problem is that a lot of politicians they're they're too selfish. Like for instance. You don't you don't hear you uh, Rahm Emanuel feeling bad that so many people are leaving Chicago like moving out cuz it's all fucked up. Yeah. 
as a politician, though, you should feel bad. Like, if anything, that should show you that you're pr- doing a pretty shitty job if, like, people that have lived here for a while no longer want to live here. They don't want to be here anymore. No. Hey, you're not doing a good job. But they don't look at it that way. They're too... But at the same time... Too arrogant. There's been times where ex or ex, you know, politicians, Mexican politicians or, or politicians or the president... You know they don't uh, the Mexican president. They don't like the, the, this 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 new era and, and, or want to critique it. And to yeah, me, yeah, like Vicente Fox. Yeah, yeah. Like shut the fuck up. You were there. You should have made it better. And I, th- I, th- I and I think that that's something that that's just better. Like fix what you have. You and Mexico is a rich country. They have resources. They do. And you have to exploit that and be better and and create you know uh, an economy where people want to stay and want to live there. And you see it like like in a lot of the tourist places. Like I've asked some of the the and this is just tourist places, but you know Mexico is a big ass place. But but I, I've you know I I like to talk to to people to locals. That that's fun because you know you get the vibe of what's going on. And a lot of them told me, like, in the tourist spots, they're like, man, they'll pay for your house, they'll pay for this, they'll pay for that, they'll pay for your family kid over here. And, like, all we do, you know, we live for free, but we just got to work for this, you know, resort and stuff like that. That's a nice thing, you know, like, all these benefits for, for moving, you know, from, let's say, San Luis, Potosí, to, to Yucatan to work and, and, and make some money with your family mm-hmm. and, and, then, and, and, and live with your family. You don't have to be far apart. But but there's other ways. That's That's tourism, like... Yeah. You know, what about the oil? What about, you know, and then that's the thing. Like, you have to figure it out and, and, and people have to figure it out. And, and as a country, you have to unite together. Like, if you unite together to watch Mexico beat Germany, fucking causing an earthquake, like, unite to, to live a better life. You know, that yeah. that's that's part of it all. And I think that, that, that that's important. And also, like, we've said this plenty of times before when it comes to illegal immigration. The key word is illegal. Yeah. We should be able to pick who we... Definitely. Who we, yeah. Definitely. Like, I see so many, uh, and this is legal immigrants, but like so many Nigerians, they come here, they fucking get into the medical field, they get into the engineering field. I remember sending you that article. We've talked about it before. Yeah. Motherfuckers are getting privy to it now, but we've talked about this before. You, We want that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We want that. Come come here. We'll fucking snatch you because, you know, we're going to draft the best that we can. And, and, and that's... That's the way we have to see it. And again, I go back to the Obama administration. They even said when they caught flack, like, there is really no easy way. It's kind of like this situation is too far gone. So if you have a lax administration talking like that, then you know it's bad. Mm-hmm. So and that, that you got to look at that. Again, there's questions I might, you know, I, and I've tried to read up on it, but but there's questions that I would like answered. But, but I mean, you can't be mad at the president who said... He was anti-illegal immigration, and then now he's imposing that, his will on it. Yeah. You really can't be mad. And exactly. you can't say that you didn't see it coming. Exactly. And he's enforcing what he said he would. Oh, yeah. Last topic. So, and it kind of ties into that. Steve Bannon, over the weekend, he said that he believes that Dr. Martin Luther King would be be proud and approve of the current administration, especially for what they're doing 
with blacks and Hispanics in terms of unemployment. Charlemagne heard the comments, read up on the comments, whatever, gave Steve Bannon donkey of the day for a slew of reasons. <laughs> Just, it's moments like that that make Charlemagne the God just so come off so uninformed. Like as, as much as I respect him for a lot of what he does and says, it's like, dude, come on. What are you what are you saying? And and I, I don't know, I have a lot to say about it, but like what what was your take on it? That's a pretty specific sentence. Martin Luther King Jr. would be proud of Donald Trump uh, what was it exactly? The statement, uh, and he would be he would he would be proud and approve of the job that Donald Trump is doing in terms of black unemployment and uh, Hispanic unemployment. Okay, now people, you've listened to this sentence twice. Read that over, and then tell me if Martin Luther King Jr. would or would not be happy. Yes, he would be happy. There's jobs. Like yes, that's very specific. He didn't say, oh, whether he would approve of this or that. That specific, yes, he would be very proud. He would be happy about that. That's what he fought for. Yeah. For the opportunity, you know, for, 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 for black people and brown people and disenfranchised people to have the opportunity to, to go look, to, to, to be able to, to live and, and to have a family and be able to afford things and have the resources. And that's how you get there. Yeah. That's how you get there. You you have a job. That's probably the first thing you should do is get a job. Exactly. And acquire this thing called currency. Right. Or <laughs> money. Moolah. And then once you have that, then then th- that's when you become better. You look at different avenues. But yes, he would be happy. What what that's not even a but, but not see, even difficult. But see the thing is that Charlemagne brought into his 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 argument. So many different things, you know what I'm saying? He he talked about. Well, first off, he made a huge assumption. He says that Martin Luther King would not like or approve of this administration because Donald Trump wouldn't even get along with Dr. Martin Luther King. Which, like, first off, that's a humongous assumption. Yeah, you don't know that whatsoever. Number one. Number two. Charlemagne seems to forget that before Trump was president, nobody was calling him racist. And he was hanging out with all kind of black politicians and black celebrities, fucking Al Sharpton and Jesse Jank- Jackson. And those are janky ass motherfuckers. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It ain't even like the fucking, yeah. the, like the upper <laughs> echelon of uh, black politicians, the Obamas and stuff. This is the fucking janky ass Jesse Jackson and j- janky ass Al Sharpton. And he was, he kicked it with them. So yeah, like... Yeah. So, to me, that's like a a, a crazy-ass assumption that I don't take seriously whatsoever. But then he said some stuff that I think it will play well with audiences that are uninformed. But if you really look at the Constitution, if you really look at some of the things that Martin Luther King stood for, you know that it's totally false. Like, for instance, he said that Martin Luther King would have been with the Black Lives Matter counter-protesters in Charlottesville when the Tiki Torch uh, uh, white supremacist uh, protesters were demonstrating. No, sir. I And I, I agree with you 100%. I think 
Dr. Martin Luther King would have been in full support of those white supremacist tiki torch wearing tiki torch carrying motherfuckers protesting. And I think he would have probably criticized the counter protesters because he was all about peaceful protest. He was all about peaceful demonstration. And let's and 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 let's look at history for what it is. In Charlottesville, by no means am I saying that that violence is good or anything like that. I'm not I'm not supporting or condoning anybody's behavior. What I am saying is that was a planned, peaceful, uh, uh, legit, uh, permitted. They had the permits to protest. Yeah. Things didn't start getting out of hand and violent till the counter protesters came and clashed with them. Not like, hey, we're protesting on this side and the counter protesters is across the street on that side. Yeah. We're not saying no. They clashed with them. And the counter protesters didn't have no permits or nothing. No. So that's my point. It's like I don't think Dr. Martin Luther King would have supported that. I don't think he would have rocked with that at all. And, and let's just say that he did counter protest. It definitely wouldn't have been that. No, hell no. If you would have been, all right, cool. You guys are do that. We're going to do that. Uh, we're going to be peaceful, though. And we're going to be a We're going to be in our own. Yeah, in our own thing. And then, and then, like, maybe you might preach against, like, whatever the fuck they believe in. And that's fine. But, but hell no, he wouldn't have been with those people in Charlottesville. Motherfuckers went to fight. Yeah. MLK was not about that. And, and MLK so- was not about that. And so that's the thing. That's the thing that's so crazy about it is that to say that it's so uninformed, so uninformed, because you realize and you recognize that we are not supporting these white supremacists by any stretch of the word. But what we are supporting is their right to believe in whatever goofy, crazy ass nonsense that they believe in and express it peacefully. Like, as an American, you kind of have to support that, you know? Yeah. They're not hurting anybody. I mean, whatever. Do you. you yeah. You're stupid. I mean, do you. Yeah. And, and, and you know, that's, that's the price you do pay for having, you know, the right of free speech. Like, that, that is. Like, that someone doesn't agree with you and might... And like you'll be like the polar opposite when it comes to whatever they believe. That is, it's something that you have to pay for. But I'd rather have that freedom oh, to, to be able to speak and, and, and say, like, they're fucking goofy. They got tiki torches, and they're lame. I should be able to say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that is a price you pay. Like people will do shit like that. You know. And it was like over some. I don't give a fuck about no statue. Like you know, remember the they were trying to yeah drop all them statues. Like history is history. That's another thing too. Like whatever. But 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 I digress. Like that is a price you pay, and you have to really think about things. And, and you have to. And I encourage people to think about that before, because because a lot of these situations that happen, and like pretty much their broadcasts are all over the news. Like you have to. Th- Dig deeper than the surface level, like the gun issue, you know, the demonstrations, uh, you know, motherfuckers, like, like even the Starbucks situation, like that just happened recently. Like, you have to go beyond the surface level to see what it is that's being argued, and you have to look at it almost like at a, on a legal scope. You yeah, know what I'm definitely. saying? Like, on okay, can this be done? Can it not be done? 
and, and again, whether you agree with it or not, you'll get to the truth and what's the, the better option. And, and, and you'll and get rid of all these emotions. Yeah, it takes the emotion out of it. Yeah, because, like, again, you'll feel emotional about shit. Look, let me let me give you an example. When, when Laquan McDonald got shot or whatever, I was, holy shit, like, like, just off the bat when I saw a dude just shoot him. That's because I personally wouldn't have done that. But if 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 you look at the situation for what it was and what had happened, he was in the legal scope of doing that. Yeah. You know, so so sometimes you have to fall back and be like, okay, wait, I wouldn't have done that. So what the fuck? And then and then like dude was like shoot what he saw him like sixteen times. Because I remember when we talked about it, you were like, oh man, it's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, because like that was my initial reaction when I but, saw it. And and but see me like what was crazy for me is like. When I was watching it, well, because I was watching like the little news briefing before they actually showed the video to the world, if you will, and because it, it was a, something that had kind of gained a lot of headlines prior to the video actually being released. Oh, they it were, was a were, big deal. It was. It was a very big deal. And I remember the 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 breaking news briefing, and they were talking about it that they're about to release the video, and that they encourage people not to. Uh, react emotionally because it's graphic and this and that. Pretty much telling motherfuckers, don't go riot and burning shit down. Yeah. Whatever. So I'm waiting on this. And the way that they're describing this video, it makes it seem to me like it's the most heinous shit that I will ever see in my life. Like that's, they're like, like yeah. it's, it's just some, some fucking... Uh, the end of training day when the Russians light up Denzel type shit. Like, like that's what I'm yeah, thinking yeah. I'm going to see. And that it's gonna be like some some black little boy walking his way with his back turned, and the cop yeah. is just fucking stone cold executioning him, like yeah. executioner style, killing him. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be wild. So they put the video out, and I see it. I'm like, dude is doing his fucking job. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. But but knowing would, you would, though, would would would, yeah. would I have? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Would I have maybe responded differently? Yes. Uh, granted, I've never been in such a situation, so yeah. I don't know 100%. Uh, we've been in situations, not in that particular situation, but we've been in situations where I feel that we've been exposed, Pizza Hut, <laughs> or stuff. Well, keeping, to keeping a cool head, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, But when, we can't take that away from, we're, from the we're officer, teenagers though. teenagers, and, and they robbed the, the Pizza Hut. Yeah. Yeah, but we kept a cool head because we were in a position where, like, we need to get out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's different than you're a cop. This guy has a knife. You're being called to the scene because he's breaking in cars and threatening people. Because you got to remember, you got to put that into perspective that these cops are going to the scene because they weren't the first responders. They were the second responders. The first responders is the dash cam that caught the fo- that footage. Yeah. Those were the first responders. And dude was stabbing at their windshield and popped their tire. Yeah, with which is knife. an aggravated, uh, uh, um, what is it, an aggravated b- battery attempt, you know? Yeah. So, so that, because of that, and that's, again, now we're breaking it down. We're breaking down legally. 
Right, right. So, so see, a lot of people when they look at that, they're not thinking legally because that's not what they do. It's not you know like they're not they don't care. But but they ought to because they, like yes. you sound stupid like you're saying oh they killed a kid they killed a man like yeah. what the fuck like no 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 like listen there's a lot to this there's yeah. a lot to it. So call a call that he's breaking into cars, threatening people with a knife. Now that part we don't know. We know that he was breaking into cars because there's there's proof of that. We don't know to what degree the threats were. Now, I'm going to fucking kill you or whatever. We don't know. We weren't there. Yeah. We didn't see that. What we do know, according to the, the account of the first responding cops, he was fucking poking at the windshield. Yeah. And then and then he, he, he poked one of the tires out. But they, for them, they were in the car, and I guess they can like observe that dude was high out of his mind, and they yeah. figure out hey, we're safe in the car. Yeah, but we'll we just follow but, him around. But we now. need backup yeah. because he's 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 migrating toward towards a more populated area. Yeah, and you got this dude with a knife. You don't know. You got a supermarket down the street. Some kid might be coming out with his parents. I don't, I don't know what time it took place, but I do know because it was nighttime. At least I'm familiar with the area that that where he was walking towards. Is a way more populated area. That's yeah. where that blast fitness is and all of that. Yeah, right there. So, Target. Yeah. All so, shit, yeah. so depending on what time it could have been, you know, they're they they're probably taking that into consideration. So now you're the second car coming and you're flying. My partners, my my coworkers are in danger. Yeah. People have been threatened. I don't know what dude is on. He has a knife, and then you also don't know if he he has a gun. You know, some or some more dangerous. You can't be sure. Yeah. You can't be sure. So you get there, boom. Now you're arriving to the scene. You're arriving to the scene. You see, dude. You already see that they're telling him drop the knife, drop the knife. He's non-compliant. He's non-compliant. Yeah. He's walking because originally when they're pulling up, he's like walking towards the other squad car. Yeah. But then once the squad car stops and the doors open, he starts to veer off. He starts to veer off slightly. It's not like his back is turned. It's not like even his whole side is towards yeah. the, the the officers. He's just like slightly tilted, yeah. starting like he might look as though he might start to veer off. Now, he's still within 21 feet of the shooting officer, which like according to like use of force policy, like it dictates and he has a deadly weapon. It dictates yeah. that like you could you could eliminate the threat. But not only that, he's even closer to the sh- the, the shooting officer's partner. He's even he's even yeah. closer to the partner. I mean, like you said, is that a situation where maybe I would have took that split second extra to observe? Yeah. And maybe in that split second, I would have noticed he's veering off even more. Yeah. And then we run up and tackle him or something like that. Yeah. Or fucking... Or hit him with a club, something, something, yeah. maybe, maybe. We don't know that. Yeah. But that's not what this officer did. And so at the end of the day, you you that's what's beautiful about the law in this country. Is you take all that out. It doesn't matter what you would have did. It yeah, doesn't matter what exactly. I would have did. It doesn't matter what the lesbian would have did. It doesn't matter what the gay guy would have did. It doesn't matter what the pederist pedophile preacher would have did. It doesn't matter what any of you would have did. What yeah. matters is, it doesn't matter what Trump would have did. What yeah. matters is, what does the law say you can do? Exactly. And what the law says you can do is, in this situation, eliminate the threat. Yeah. That's what the guy did. Over with. Why are you charging him with first-degree murder? Who knows? To, to appease the public. Yeah. And, 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 and to, to add to that is, the law 
is the law. Be mad at the law. Be mad at the fact that, uh, and what I'm saying by that is like, if you don't like that, fight to change the shit. You know, like yeah, and, and which then, which though, even though that'll never change. No, because those situations are too. Yeah, you crazy. need a law like yeah. that. Like if 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 we're cops on the street, you're my partner, and a dude and a dude has a knife, like. You need to be able to kill him. Like, it shouldn't yeah. be like, oh, well, you know, first you got to talk to him and no. But if I asked you who it's at least more fair to look at or or even policy, departmental policy, because remember, they changed. I think now they got to have tasers or some shit. Yeah. Right. Something, that should have been like, motherfuckers should have tasers. Like, so, what? But even, but even the tasers, even that's for somebody like in a situation like... Less crazy than Le- that. Less and, and not with a deadly weapon. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But you know who I think if people want to be mad at, be mad at Laquan McDonald. Like if That's you want somebody way. to be mad at, be mad at the person that was breaking into cars, threatening people with a knife, threatening officers, poking at the windshield, poking at the tire, and walking around in the middle of Pulaski. With a knife out, like if you need somebody to be mad at, that's that's the person to be yeah. mad at. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And I go back to the Dunkin' Donuts. That motherfucker was cursing off his shit. I was ready to knock his bitch ass out. Exactly. Because why are you walking up to my car? I don't know you. I don't fucking know you. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you can't be mad at, at at the at the situation at hand and then blame it on on, on that person because. It appeases how you feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I felt that it could have been handled better. That doesn't fucking matter how I feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you said, you bro- you pretty much broke it down like a lawyer would. And 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 that's and I feel like if you if you break everything down like that with just certain shit, like you'll have a better understanding of where you stand. Or not even, I don't think a better understanding. I think you'll have. A, better footing on your point. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Whether, whether you know, and I'll give you an example with the, again, I go back to the gun gun laws and all that. Like, motherfuckers want to say, oh, you know, uh, oh, the teachers shouldn't be armed or this, this, and that. This. But at least we're having this conversation. Should teachers be armed? Should they not be armed? You know what I'm saying? Because banning guns, that's right. not happening. Or, or should or should they at least have the choice? Like, that's the thing. I'm not for saying, hey, all the teachers in this school, you no. all got to carry guns. No, 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 no. But that's, that's a legitimate debate, isn't it? Yeah, and, and some people are advocating that, and I think that is fucking insane. What I am saying, though, is if you have a few teachers, maybe a few female teachers, a few male teachers, and they are, they're into guns, they're proficient with guns, they're efficient with guns, they're knowledgeable about the gun... And they feel confident enough to carry the gun while they're on their job, and they feel like that will that will make them be able to protect themselves and their students. Why is that such a horrible idea? Like people, it's funny when people talk about it. They're like, and now they're talking about giving teachers guns. No, Goofy, it's not like uh, like a truck is gonna pull out uh, pull up outside of the school and he's like here, guns for everybody, guns for <laughs> teachers. You get a gun and you get a gun. No, <laughs> the what Oprah the fuck of are guns. You, what are you saying? You sound stupid. No, yeah. what it is is there are people that are like this is a big country. There's people that are good at a lot of things, good at more things than one, and I'm sure there are teachers out there that exist 
that are proficient with guns. Yeah. If you're proficient, you're sane, you're a good person, and you have the your your best interest and the best interest of the students in mind. No, I am not opposed to you carrying a gun to eliminate a possible threat, and yeah. I don't see why anybody would be. Yeah. And that's my point: is that when you're when we're talking about this logically, why would anybody be opposed to that? Yeah. What yeah. what is there to oppose? Oh, giving a teacher a gun—that's crazy. What? What's crazy about it? What? Yeah. What? What part of it but is crazy? people again. Because you don't like guns, okay? Yeah. You don't have don't, to. Don't carry yeah, one. Yeah. But if they want one, why? Why is that? Why is that out of the question? Yeah, and and it should be. And, and I feel like if it was, but again, that's that's a conversation that's being thrown out. That I think, like, whether you oppose it or not, that's definitely a good conversation to have. That's a healthy conversation to have. But it should be. If if you know how like those um, what is it the uh, I don't know what what department it would be like the people that are in planes that have guns but you don't know that they have them uh, is it U.S. The, Marshals yeah yeah like it should be that way where like that's the administration okay we know as the administration yeah the kids, kids don't need to know yeah, yeah kids yeah, don't yeah. need to know the kids yeah don't need I to... I agree with that more concealed discreet yeah. We do this. They don't need to know. Because we'll never it, have an idea. Because uh, think about it. In high school, fucking, you know how it is during those years with, 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 with guys. And it's a lot of tempers flaring. And, and sh- you know, it's it's high school. It's a crazy time. Like, so keep that on the teacher side of things. Have, yeah, definitely. Have, a cert- have an efficient way to handle a situation like that where the kids don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And, 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 and obviously, you may not be able to prevent any of them from finding out I, at some point your shirt might lift up or whatever, yeah. but it still should be concealed and it should be handled discreetly. <coughs> and, and like you said, on the teacher faculty side of things. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, yeah. So that's our episode for today. Thank you guys so much for listening every Tuesday. The show continues to grow because you guys continue to listen. We greatly appreciate it. And, just know that the fun continues between episodes on Twitter. So follow us on Twitter. Uh, rate the episode five stars because it's a five-star show. Drop a comment on iTunes. And uh, share share the episode if you know somebody that would enjoy some of the topics that we're talking about on the episode or on the show. Weekly, send it to them. Text it to them. Correspond with them. Hell yeah. We will see you guys next Tuesday. We're out. Peace. Peace.